0: Welcome to Coffee Bites, the show where we take nibbles of data and info and discuss them over coffee. I'm Sam and this is
1: Miles and today we have an interesting topic, traveling with personal technology and the thoughts that have to go into that to make that efficient and effective. First, Miles, what are you drinking this morning?
0: I cracked into the bag of Tiger Whiskers blend. Um, Really? How is it? I finished the other bag. It is, it is very I. I went through a lot of coffee Oh, my God. So I also have a roommate who I make espresso for, so I have two people pulling at that bag of contents. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think that I need to make sure that the the dial is in a little bit more on it. Like a, like last week's or two weeks ago's episode, I don't know when. I have no track of time. When I first pull a, cup, a new coffee, I like to get the amount of pressure right on. So sometimes it takes one or two pulls. I have this one fairly down. But this is a the first pull of this is a macchiato, so there's a little bit of milk on it also, or froth on top of it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's everything that three sh- uh, like the the whiskers is. I've had it before. Oh, nice. As okay. far as blends go, it's definitely it's almost as good as the holiday blend. The holiday blend something else. I love the holiday blend so much. Right now, this is, I pulled this really smooth. It doesn't really have any sharp tastes, so mm-hmm. it's a good macchiato. Um, it is definitely before twelve o'clock my time that I'm making a macchiato. Definitely. I mean, you were up till five, so you get an excuse. Yes, I do. So it's technically <laughs> six a.m. for me. Yeah, technically. Assuming I went to bed at midnight, it's six a.m. We're all good. <laughs> but what about you? What are you drinking?
1: I broke out because I do not have two people or drink consume this coffee as nearly as fast as I need to be. I broke out some more of uh, Luis Chavoy from last month, an old little older bean, trying to clean up my reserves there. Very good. And I made a mocha with my mocha pot. So I got some frothed milk, got some chocolate in here, and it is, uh, it's very good, very smooth. Very, I mean, you lose a lot of the coffee itself, but sometimes you just need a, uh, a little bit creamy, sweet coffee, to
0: get you going in the morning. What kind of chocolate do you put in? Do you go for, like, a high, uh, high cocoa, or do you go for more of a sweeter, like, milk chocolate?
1: Kind of like a sweeter syrup. Because
0: I, I feel like, I feel like a really rich chocolate could go well with an espresso.
1: Oh, I could see it 100%, like, if I actually, like, Got some really high quality chocolate and melted it. Yeah, and mixed it in there. That could
0: be really good. But no, this is like my this is my go to quick, quick and easy mocha. I mean, I I'm I'm a big fan. As we mentioned in previous episodes of the hot chocolate powder and like Keurig black coffee. Oh yeah, that's pretty like good. Like Swiss Miss and Keurig coffee. I don't know what it is that that is so good. It's it's, it's
1: so something good. special. It's something
0: special. You can't have it that often because it sort of ruins it. But every now and then when you do, it's it's worth it
1: we're absolute sure i think our um the green mountain coffee at champlain was also really good with uh that's what i use with yeah. chocolate sir uh chocolate hot chocolate mix oh yeah
0: that was i i lived off that in the dining hall yeah me, dude me too that got me through a lot <laughs> oh yeah a lot of core classes that were testing my patience i mean it
1: was free and like there wasn't really any good coffee shops on the way to campus yeah
0: Unless you wanted to go to Perky Planet, but Perky Planet was a, a yeah. hike—a hike for a college student, like when you could just take a what bus the and go to the hell. Shuttle. Are you
1: talking about Perky Planet being a hike? My brother in Christ, oh, it's is Perky twenty Planet steps the one from in our building.
0: Yes. What's the one that's? What's the one that's? Uh, that was on Church Street.
1: There are so many. Um, you could be
0: referring oh, to. Oh, Perky Planet is the one in our building. Oh, yeah, that one. No, that one. That was foul. You didn't like Perky Planet? I didn't like it at all. Damn, I had my an espresso man. there. It was more water than it was espresso.
1: Oh, well, you're just an elitist. Okay, you got to yes. come down to the level of just getting black coffee with cream and sugar.
0: Every time I went them from then on, it was black coffee. I know, I think I know what
1: you're talking about on Street. It's like Street. the space, I thought
0: it was space themed.
1: No, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's not they space. They had theme. like the X-wing. Wonky, they had the X
0: Wing. That's the name of this other of the thing I would get. Oh,
1: shoot, maybe maybe we're not thinking about the same place then.
0: It was like it was like a narrow, um, building i'm thinking about a, muddy right, muddy waters shop. no it was near the it was near the
1: near the ramen shop there's a coffee shop near the ramen shop
0: it's like hidden away cosmic grind i think that's it yeah is it cosmic grind yeah so they have something called it, the x-wing really narrow they, have, an oh, they x-wing have something called
1: skywalker i want to oh there it is the x-wing there it is oh
0: they're, they just redirects to their facebook
1: it doesn't tell me what the x-wing is but i can order it online it's good it's good is it a it's,
0: coffee it's a i think it's white chocolate oh interesting okay um, so it's, it's very ta- it's very tasty sorry i leaned away from my mic for that one yeah i i never got around to going there but it definitely was on my list so from where we were that that wasn't like a hike but that was just like an annoying staff to, to like make your way up there before going to campus
1: yeah i can
0: i can see how that could be annoying i mean like if you meet someone there it's a great place to meet people from our dorm like if you just want to go out for a cup of coffee someone it is such a short walk for us yeah heading over there i've done it a few times i've also met people there i like Oh, you can it. bring your reusable mug that's kind of nice you get five percent discount for bringing a mug it's not the best coffee i've had in burlington though but it's good the best coffee was um kestrel kestrel so if you continue down the street our our dorm was on yeah it was just there i i still get kestrel coffee i'm not gonna
1: lie to you i wouldn't had kestrel i'm pretty sure it was probably after you told me to it was fine
0: i i get their bean i was running their beans for a while 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 i um couldn't get three ships as regularly as i do now Mm mm-hmm I would supplement uh, a bag of Kestrel every two weeks or so. I think
1: I enjoyed. There was this little. There was this little shop on. It wasn't Church Street. It was around the corner from Church Street. Um, it's called Muddy Waters. It was a nice little place to go. They had a good mocha. That was kind of like the place to go and do like homework because it was pretty close. It wasn't. It wasn't a terrible walking distance from the dorm. It was just kind of a kind of a nice little spot to kick open a laptop and get a get a coffee. But yeah, uh, now I don't really have anywhere close to get a decent cup of coffee so i just make it myself
0: i have one near me but um the place that's near me they actually were giving out their old like coffee bags like what the coffee came in when i went there last Mm -hmm. and i know that if i go there again i'm gonna end up collecting like four or five coffee bags and then never use them for something so it's like Do I go and risk the fact that I'll just start a collection of old coffee bags that I'll never need for a good (laughs) cup of coffee?
1: Maybe. You seem to be one to start collections, so. Yeah, but that's dangerous. Might not be too bad. Just hang them up all over a wall. Always dangerous. Well, on the topic of traveling to our favorite coffee spot, let's talk about our topic today, which is tech and how we travel with it. So I know you you approached me with this idea and you wanted to kind of talk about what goes through our head and like how we prepare to travel with technology. And I feel like this can be approached from a few different ways, because obviously there's a lot of different kinds of traveling. So I feel like we can really take this in Three different directions because, at least personally for me, if I'm traveling by air,
0: it dramatically changes how everything is set up and how white yep. what I bring versus if I'm traveling by land. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's one of the fun parts we should like, I want to delve into because there's so many facets to it. Mm-hmm, for sure. And the perspective of a tech person, a tech focused, a tech centric individual traveling is much different than someone who's not. Mm-hmm. I think looking at how someone packs things can give weird insight into uh mindsets. I don't know what it is, but if you look at how someone's bag is packed, you could see what's on, like, the top of their bag. You could see what they prioritize. Mm -hmm. And tech for a tech person is a very similar insight. Like, for example, my sister, um, she is really likes clothing, as one does, Mm -hmm. and she packs a lot of clothing. I I think she's gotten better. Elena, I hope to God you've gotten better, but a lot, a lot of clothing, whereas I pack minimal clothing and maximize my tech. And that shows you the two different mindsets, like, I know my clothing's going to work. She's like, I want to have a set of clothing ready for everything, every possible scenario that I want. Like, do I need to go out fancy? I want to have something for that. Whereas I'm the I'm that same thing with tech. I'm like I want to have tech that I can use in all cases. Should I want to do X, Y, or Z? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I think as you get older, you you cut that down a little bit. I found myself cutting down my tech travel from a lot of tech to like what do I need, and then maybe a little. Well, bit I feel of like spice. it's not
1: even anything about getting older, but yeah, you like as you get more experience, as you do it more, you figure out stuff that you actually don't need. Yeah. I feel like that is the leading where you start the leading reason why you start cutting yep. stuff out of your your travel kit, one might say. So I feel like we can start this off by going for land because I feel like that is uh, something that happens a lot more. I don't know if we really, you know, obviously commuting to work is one thing because you have a lot of work-specific technology, but say, let's just go down the rabbit hole of say you're going on a...
0: You're going to see a friend a few states away.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to still bring your, you know, what are you bringing? So if you want to start that off.
0: So I think that in some ways, certain parts depend on where I'm going. If we use an example, let's just say we're going to go like... We're both at my place, and we're driving up to see Connor. Okay. I'm just going to use that as a, the example. Yeah, that's a good good example. I always take at least a laptop. You know, you mm-hmm. have to. I mean, as tech people, having a laptop is really nice. Yep. An iPad, like Apple's uh, new Magic Keyboard case makes an iPad really functional as a laptop. I know you saw me using it in a professional writing class mm-hmm. instead of a laptop a lot. But I prefer, I prefer having a laptop. I just like having some power with me in case I need to utilize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll take a laptop. The We can jump back in later about specifics on laptops, what kind of laptops, but I take that. I take at least a USB-C charger for my laptop and all my accessories, and then I take at least one fun, small, handheld gaming console. Yes, I can play games on my laptop, um, but I sort of like having something just to hold that's for games that normally results in either my Switch or my 3DS. Mm-hmm. I've been finding myself bringing my 3DS a lot of places now. Which is really weird that there was like a six-year gap where I forgot I even had a 3DS, and now I'm like, ooh, shiny. Yeah, bring it everywhere you go. Yeah, so I bring I bring a laptop, I bring a laptop, a 3DS, and I bring my Kindle, and that's all the essential tech I'd bring. I don't think I'd bring any adapters for anything. I mean, I inherently have adapters in my backpack because my travel bag is my work bag. Mm-hmm. So I have USB-C to USB-A adapters both ways, and I have a one terabyte portable drive. Okay. and a alternate antenna that can do packet injection just because why not and you just bring you just bring that on a trip it's in my bag i ain't going to take it out who knows when i would want to have that but so you probably already sl- you probably
1: also slipped the thing you just yeah, bought in there i yeah. put headphones in there yeah
0: yeah yeah for um, sure the the, the the your your campfire yeah i i'm That's now totally well, talking about um but i i think that for traveling by land i can bring more with me which is the 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 danger of going by land. If you're driving, you're like, ooh, I could fit a desktop in my back seat if I wanted to. Like, that's excessive, but like you could. I like to travel very similar. You can fly with a desktop too. It's more, I feel like you don't
1: it's more like the fact that it more comes into the question, it's like What is your purpose? Mm -hmm. Because especially, you know, like if it depends on where I'm going is depending on what I'm bringing, because if we were going to like see somebody, I probably wouldn't even bring my laptop because I know that I probably wouldn't use it if I was going for a break where it's like the intention of the trip isn't exactly one specific thing. It's going to be like, who knows what it could be. I tend to bring my laptop um, in addition to exactly what you're saying. Uh, you know, you got your basics, you got your phone. I have a pair of my favorite pair of headphones, my, uh, my wireless headphones when I'm traveling. I don't bring wired headphones uh, if I'm going on a car trip. Uh, you know, you got your charger that g- hits uh, my phone and my headphones. They're both USB-C. I tend to bring you know in terms of tech I normally actually keep it kind of light. I don't even bring like a portable charger. I just do laptop at the most and even now that I, I have Linux on my laptop and I'm I'm gonna be you know we can dive into this a, a different time but I actually regret it. I'm actually gonna be trying to get something different on it so I don't use my laptop as much really yeah, I don't know I feel like it just it just lost a lot of utility like the the, the few things that I did use it for it just doesn't do as well now. <laughs> Like, uh, okay. yeah, it's can, like, OK, like it's been like three times now that my sound driver has just shut off and needed me to like run like a freaking like three command sequence in the command line to get my sound driver to turn back on. And like this, yeah, that's this is fun. maybe that's this is kind of too high maintenance just for a laptop I don't even use very often. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't even travel very much. So my actual travel uh, technology kit, what you would say, it kind of kind of slimmed out due to that. Where there's not a lot of use for me. There's not a lot of use cases. I think when we get talking about air travel is when it's going to be a little more filled out because air travel, I have a lot more, you know, you're normally trying to bring more with you. It's almost as if you're trying you're, you have to like establish a setup somewhere else. Yeah. I will say one reason I would bring my laptop um, is that if I have any expectation of trying to use my desktop while I'm away. Because I just have remote access set up, so I can use my laptop as a uh, as a console into my desktop. So I've done that a few times.
0: I've done that. Um when I'm on kind of longer trips. I know you tried gaming like that, and that that seems like it was not a good idea. It would have
1: worked fine if I had a stable network connection, Mm. but the network connection came into issue. But yeah, honestly, like, it worked. It's just that it's not going to work on anything under, like, 50 megabytes per second speed, which I did not have in a hotel. So... Yeah. I will say, I think... Well, here's a funny story about that. So my idea, I was using a technology called Parsec, And it's essentially a lot better. It's like the best uh, remote desktop application I've found for low latency operation. And so I'd gotten to this hotel and I was really disappointed because the Internet was like five megabytes per second or you could pay for faster. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was considering it because my whole plan was it was the first time I was away on a work trip for a whole week. And I was like, damn, like I still want to play games with Danny and stuff. So I was like, I'll just bring my laptop and we'll play games in the evening. And I'll remote into my desktop. And I was considering like, man, maybe I should just buy the Internet because, you know, it's like 20 bucks for my whole stay. And I was like, yeah, maybe it'll be, it'll be worth it because then I can actually play games. And the thing was, what I come to find out, because I was looking, thank God I looked online, is that even the faster speeds you pay for was like 15 megabytes to 20 megabytes per second. Yeah, that's, that's kind of dumb. So I was at trying to work. remote
0: into a system that's not that much oh no, nothing,
1: it's nothing. So I was at at work um, where I was working remote and one of the guys who worked down there um, was like, hey, are you staying at this hotel? I'm like, yeah. He goes, listen, do you have an ethernet port on your laptop? Yes. He goes, okay, go get yourself a cable and reach behind the TV. And behind the TV, there's a switch because all of the TVs in this hotel chain are smart TVs. And they have Ethernet running to them. Ah. So he goes, you can smart. jack into that switch, or just replace the the TV cable with your own and plug it into your laptop, and you'll get much faster speeds. And honestly, for that first night, I got like hundred megabytes, hundred twenty megabytes per second speed. They caught and on. And I got after to actually, that. I actually got to play Overwatch remotely. I think yeah, I was in like a three hour drive from home, and I was cool. playing Overwatch remotely. That's pretty cool. It was really fun. And then yeah, I think something caught on. Because then it dropped back down to, like, 30.
0: It, like, throttled
1: me super heavily.
0: So, yeah, that that fell off really quickly. They knew. For IT, I was like, why is this TV generating so much traffic?
1: Yeah, honestly.
0: It really sucked.
1: So, yeah, honestly, like, if I'm not intending, especially since my laptop, you know, I don't really have anything to do on my laptop while I'm traveling, unless it's, like, me and Danny are going to take a vacation, then maybe I'll bring, like, my iPad as, like, a screen. My iPad, I think, is something I bring more than my laptop, because normally it's going to be used for reading it's going to be used for looking over notes for doing planning for either like dnd sessions or like thing projects i want to flesh out on my network or stuff like that yeah stuff i can easily do from the passenger seat of a car because i mean like setting up a laptop i have a 15 inch a 15 inch laptop not exactly the most comfortable thing to have on your lap in the passenger seat of a car probably not at all like no. macbooks macbooks are thin and like nice and you can like work it out but i mean like a dell i mean my 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 dell is by no means a bulky laptop but it is like it's just just the tiniest bit too big to like comfortably just hang out in the back seat of a car or like in the passenger seat of a car so the ipad i have an ipad mini so it like fits almost right in the palm of my hand and i have everything i need there so i tend to bring that rather than my laptop especially if i have no real reason to have my laptop you know what i mean
0: yeah i can see that
1: yeah so i don't i don't carry a hard drive with me i feel like that's another thing that's if i have the use case for it i'll bring it but i so often don't i just have no reason to uh
0: to keep it on me yeah i've established like a default things that are in my bag at all points in time Mm -hmm. And I just don't reorganize certain things when I'm traveling. If I were to slim down for travel, I wouldn't keep half the stuff in there. But I sort of have it there. I know exactly where it is. So I just don't remove it. Mm -hmm. Because it's organized in my bag. Like, I have dividers in, like, the front pocket of my bag for, like, small things. Yeah. So all of it's sitting there, pre-organized. I know exactly where it is. If I touch it, it's just going to end badly. Like, I'm going to misplace it. So... I end up carrying a lot of excessive things that I'm I'm probably never going to use on travel, but I still do. But I think that that the the remote remoting into your PC is the one area of, uh, in our little outline, um, where I mentioned like the OS and purpose of it. The reason I sort of went into that is because like both of us, I think we could call ourselves gamers. We like to play video games. And playing it while you're traveling is a difficult thing to do sometimes. Mm -hmm. I used to only buy Windows laptops so I could have a platform to play games on. Uh, I have swapped to a MacBook since because I have a desktop now. I didn't have a desktop during college for most of it because I'm like, I travel too much. I don't want to have to log a desktop, but eventually I got sick of it. And I'm like, I'm building a desktop. Mm -hmm. But swapping to the MacBook, I've realized that the Windows laptop, having that ability to play games wherever I wanted is so nice. And... If I could find a way to play the games I wanted to on my laptop, on my Mac laptop, that would be the best of both worlds. Because Mac laptops, from a travel perspective, are very wieldy, very sturdy, and they don't like. I have a fourteen-inch laptop, fourteen-inch mm. yeah. MacBook. It doesn't feel that like it's the perfect size for sitting in my lap. Like I'll just be watching TV. I'll just have it on my lap, and it feels perfect. Um, for my work, my work has given me the sixteen-inch MacBook. And I can compare both of them on my lap. 16-inch laptop, I could never have that on my lap. Mm -hmm. It's just way too big. But the 14-inch. It's a 16-inch laptop. Yeah, I, I don't know why they give us that big of laptops. But I think that when you consider the laptop you're taking with you from a perspective of gaming, that's just, it's just tricky. And the remoting into your laptop is something, I've, or remoting into your desktop is something I've always considered. But I just, I don't know if it's, like, I don't know what the performance loss will be. I don't know how stable it will be. And so that's what has me hesitant about wanting to remote in. Mm-hmm. But at the same point in time, that's probably the best way to do it. From a minimize your travel, minimize the amount that you have to invest, like, I feel like if you're if you're traveling and you want to game on your laptop, you have to get a laptop with some amount of power to really game on it, mm-hmm. which will be a little bit more expensive than getting a laptop that you could use to remote into okay. something. There's a lot. I think there's a, a balanced play there that I really want to flush out at some point in time for myself. But it's something to consider for the people who are in our position. For people who don't game, it's, it's so much faster for them. They're like, I'm taking my daily laptop. It's going to have emails. It's going to have YouTube. It's going to have access to the internet. I'm all good. Mm -hmm. A little jealous of that. I wish it was that simple. Like, I wish I could just be like, I'm just taking this laptop. I don't care. It's uh, it's a play. And that's why I end up bringing a portable gaming system with me, I think, uh, is to make up for the fact that I can't always play the games I want to on my laptop. So I have another... Asset that I have with me that is dedicated to playing those games portably, Mm -hmm. which I think like one of the big selling points, like a Steam Deck. The Steam Deck is that portable gaming system that a laptop would fill, but it's not the laptop. It's smaller. It's more compact. It has every. It has it all built into one. You don't need to have an external mouse to play. You don't need to ensure that you have your games loaded onto your personal laptop yeah you know i get that that could be a fun a fun future episode just to dive into the steam deck itself but well that
1: would require
0: one of us to get our hands on <laughs> my roommate has one. Oh no I think or we, no way we can pull them off. yeah okay
1: that'd be really fun yeah i think that'd be a very interesting uh thing to
0: dive into it is a cool little piece of deck. i'm not gonna lie um that sounds really cool <laughs> it's also on sale right now i'm not getting one ain't it's no way bro ain't no way ain't no ain't no way show up to work and be like here's my new steam deck the op sex like no no some guy just like attack like tackles you you walk into work with it i i I can't
1: dude i get tackled i could get tackled for bringing a lot of things to work fool i have but you know it is kind of interesting so the reason playing games on a laptop is actually the reason that i got i have the laptop that i have which is a a dell xps 15
0: because back in 20 so nice
1: they're so fun. That's I love them. Tangent. I love it so it's much. so nice. So back to 2018, while I was getting ready to go to college, I got this laptop. And I picked the specific one out. It's because it had a, a 1050 in it, <laughs> a, a GTX 1050. And so it could play some games, right? Mm-hmm. And this little laptop was actually capable. When it was if, when I plugged it in, it could actually play Arma 3 pretty, uh, pretty steadily, pretty smoothly, which is like... It's a little was it?
0: Power, a power like house right I mean, there.
1: It was screaming
0: bloody murder. But it could, yeah, but the uh, PC fans, like laptop fans, are always just gonna start trying to take off.
1: I'm like, oh my god, this thing is gonna blow up. But um, so I did that, and then I also played Rainbow Six on it for a while. But yeah, I got I, I that was my main my main gaming setup freshman year of college. I didn't get a tower until sophomore year. So I had I played Destiny on it. Actually, no, no I had my PS Four. Oh. I had had my PS4. So I think um, me and my roommates and Danny got into Borderlands for like a really like a short amount. I think we actually beat Borderlands 2 in like a week and a half. So I had my laptop. It was plugged into my monitor. And then I had one of those little like gaming keyboards where it's like only the left side of a keyboard. Yeah. 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 It's like a little hand rest. And I had my mouse. And that is how I spilled half of an Arizona tea on my keyboard. So the entirety of my college career, that keyboard was like sticky in the top right corner or in the top left corner, the keys would like stick and I didn't want to burn my warranty on it because I had a pretty good repair plan, but I only thought I got one repair. I am now thinking that that wasn't the case. Um, but I was like, I'm not burning this repair on a sticky keyboard. So I waited yeah. and waited and waited and waited and waited Wait and something nothing else broke. Nothing bad ever happened to that laptop. You're waiting for the inevitable. So I eventually like almost after I graduated, like I think it was like senior year. I finally sent it in and just like, whatever. I sent it in and got the keys fixed. And
0: that was that. <laughs> I was like, man. Uh, yeah, I, I still use my college laptop to this day like the college Windows laptop I used. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, though. Like, this is like a slight off tangent. The The laptop life was just like, it was something different than having a desktop. Like, I would go back to it in a heartbeat. If everything burned down, this is like, like my entire, like all my tech got destroyed. I would probably go back to just rocking a laptop. It was a lot simpler of a time to just rock a laptop. I don't know what it was, but... Well, I don't
1: know. I mean, laptops are just like categorically bad at gaming. Like, I know they're catching up, But you still can't compete with what we have. Oh no, not at all. So I I don't know. It was it
0: was it was sort of a relaxing time. Like you know that your entire setup could just be moved with you. Like while yeah, while you're not gonna get the same performance, knowing that if you need to get up and go, you're not gonna have any bit of data or any like functionality left behind was just nice to have. You know, like your laptop was with you. Your your tech home was with you. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but like your your tech like your home base of tech always went with you you didn't have something that was back behind that you need to rdp into or ssh into putty yeah but that comes with
1: such a limited uh, such a a limit to your capability true so you you get into the question of like yeah sure there's no you know you have everything with you at the same time you're losing so much capability depending on what you want to do because like both of us play quite a lot of video games as you demonstrated last night i don't know you talked about and you you know most laptops will not be able to pull that off and even like even so you know like gaming on a laptop with like a laptop and mouse there it just doesn't compare to a keyboard and mouse no it doesn't so you can i guess if you want to plug your keyboard and mouse into your laptop then you're already going against that principle that you're established of having everything with you nothing left behind yep and then all of a sudden you know the laptop screen is not gonna be big enough so you want to plug it into a monitor and then we're back down to the path of like i might as well just have a desktop at this point (laughs) yeah yeah so your 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 statement is completely true i feel for people who just do not play video games or do but it is not something they focus on all the time or need all the time so if it's strictly for productivity laptop's the way to go in my opinion like Having a good oh, yeah, laptop 100%. is great for productivity. Having a desktop...
0: Specifically a MacBook is great yeah, for MacBooks productivity. Yeah, MacBooks are great, I don't MacBooks know what are great it is. for productivity. Writing on a MacBook feels different than writing on another laptop. I, I don't know where it comes from. It just it feels nicer to do. Yeah, it's just like, go ahead, you can... I, I think it might be a placebo somewhere, but like mm-hmm. I don't know where, where it stands I mean,
1: from. for me, go ahead, sue me. I don't like Apple.
0: I probably won't
1: return to the Apple ecosystem ever again other than like i have my ipad which i rarely even use but uh, i don't know i can't I, swallow
0: paying that much money for technology that's like i okay. thought that i would never go back to apple and then i was corrupted i don't
1: i feel like apple just has the most unashamed
0: markup for a brand that oh 100 markup the one thing i would say to think of, the new apple laptops with their new arm processors their six nanometer processors are actually really, really good laptops. Yeah. Like, just from the fact that I don't, like, I have one. I charge my laptop every third day. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I'm, like, I'm not to say, not to say that they're not great pieces of technology. The price for
0: like, is probably not worth it. I'm going to yeah, be honest with you. It's exactly. not it's worth like, that price. How much is it? How much was it? Like, 4K.
1: Yeah, so it's like, at what point do you stop and you're like, and with the phones, too. I think the iPhones is, like, the biggest thing is it's like, at what point do you sit there and like I am paying at least an extra like two three hundred dollars simply to have a little apple on the back of my device? Oh yeah, and I, to I have mean, mine, is, iOS. mine is
0: pimped out to like the highest degree. It has like maxed out processor and RAM. Sorry. Yeah. Like you
1: have you have like it is they are great pieces of technology, but it's like I feel like. You just really aren't, there's no reason for them to be that expensive. No,
0: there there is no reason. But. And honestly,
1: I'm kind of sick of it because Google's starting to do this too, and I'm kind of sick of it but it's just like you do not need to
0: release a new phone every year are you going down the chromebook rabbit hole no just that you don't need to release a new phone every year yeah i think i think that that's another thing to dive into as future is like tech release schedules is a little bit excessive like the fact that companies are constantly trying to release something new with the most minor upgrade on it just to be like hey we have a new one it's a higher number i feel like that doesn't need to happen but it does from a marketing perspective.
1: Didn't it come out like that the newest iPhone isn't going to be any like computationally different than the previous one? I feel like I read something that could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But it's just like I feel like at some point you're just paying a premium for a price. But we're getting way too off topic. What are you talking about? We've been talking. To- we are started talking about travel. So I feel <laughs> I like what talking about. we're not off topic at all. I think. OK, let's let's bring this back. Let's bring this back.
0: Rerail so, the train, rerail the train, airfare.
1: So, I feel like t- traveling by air is a whole different beast when it comes to traveling technology.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. And
1: honestly, I think the biggest thing is like obviously, you're the airline rules, so you can't bring a lot of you have to be careful with chargers, like portable chargers. I feel like you have to make sure that they're not the kind of older ones. You have to make sure you're not carrying any lithium with you. Um, mm-hmm. those things, no. in terms of technology, you have to be very careful with. Those you Samsung have phones. to. Yeah, no, Samsung phones. You have to pack your bag in a way that can be easily unpacked. I whenever I pack my bag for air air travel, all of my technology is always within very easily to reach areas that I can pull out to go through TSA because all of your tech has to come out. I mean, I think unless you're TSA precheck, but all those plebeians need to have all of their technology out of their bags for TSA. So I always, I mean, I have my laptop sleeve that's easily my laptop easily comes out of my bag through the sleeve. And my iPad and all my chargers are in the front pocket that I can easily open and pull them out. I normally pack my studio phones, so my over-ears, when I uh, fly, just because they have Bluetooth capability. But also, I just like having over-the-ears for when my uh, earbuds die. Mm -hmm. Because especially if I'm on a long flight, I'll have my Bluetooth, uh, especially, especially if I'm traveling by myself. Yeah. My little Pixel Buds stay in my ear almost the entire trip. Oh, yeah. So when they inevitably die, I'll pull these things out of my my uh, Audio-Technica headphones. I'll pull those out and uh, rock them in the plane. Because then, you know, I feel like nothing gives the just leave me alone in you know, on a plane than wearing over-the-ear headphones, especially, like, yep. studio-looking ones. Have
0: you ever traveled with noise-canceling headphones? I have never owned a pair of noise-canceling headphones, you so haven't. no. Nope. That well, is something that I got hooked on doing, like... I never realized how nice it was to drown out the sound of a plane. You don't realize how loud planes are. Well, until I You imagine. don't hear them.
1: <laughs> I can imagine. I think actually I take that back. One, one time I've tried Danny's AirPods that have noise canceling and I was like, oh, this is pretty nice. So I can imagine like full on over ear noise cancelers. They're just like, oh, just freaking bliss. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I take that. I normally bring my laptop when I fly because I can pull my I'll pull my laptop out sometimes. Um, But mostly, like I said, in the car, it's mostly just my iPad for like um, productivity stuff or like reading or just my phone. I'll have like some downloaded content on my phone to read Yeah. either download. I've downloaded movies on my iPad a lot because it's like a perfect size screen where I can angle it. So people aren't trying to watch my movie with me and I can plug my headphones into it. I normally try to sit by the window. I think
0: that that is the difference. So that's the difference with airfare versus uh, driving driving you know the people around you and normally if you know the people are on you're engaging with the driver because you're like hey stay awake mm-hmm. buddy you're driving yeah. um i'm normally i normally just drive on my own so i don't i don't do that uh but plane travel i feel like i have to entertain myself through that plane ride like for example flying out to california i have i have a movie downloaded should i want to watch it but i also have my music all pre-downloaded offline nice um onto my advanced ipod so i can just chill and listen to music that i want to listen to and then i also have like a 3ds that will probably die halfway through the plane ride but i'll get like an hour or two out of it mm-hmm. so the entertainment value of planes at least for me is like i, I just don't sleep on planes at all. i rarely do either um not that's that, that implies i sleep to begin with i'm pretty sure i just don't but the the plane ride the tech to support a plane ride is different in the regards to the you don't think about the destination like I pack for the destination I'm I'm flying to Mm -hmm. but then there's that supplemental little like what's for the plane and I think that that's where that difference comes the planes the the drive with additional assets to it yeah and if you're going to talk about like work traveling for work it gets even crazier like I'm uh I have a work trip coming up um the week after I come out to see you guys so I I fly out to see you guys, come back, and then the next week, I leave for a work trip. Then I come back, and someone else is here, and then I'm probably leaving for another work trip the next week after. Damn, that's a tight turnaround. That's a that's a three-laptop backpack, three laptops minimum. I can't use my work laptops for personal things, so I have to take mine. And yeah. I have two work laptops. I have to take uh, at least one set of headphones, which I'm probably just going to bring my my wired headphones, so I don't have to worry about charging them. Smart. But when you get into that, that's just it's excessive, and you're like, okay, how long is my flight? And then you have to maybe add in something to your flight. Like, I might bring, like, like my 3DS or, like, my Switch Lite, something small, something handheld that I can just have on the plane with me. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm in the hotel room, am I going to play games while I'm in the hotel room? Yeah. Like, how am I going to do that? And I think that that's the that extra asset of a flight that you have to consider because it's space-confined also. Like, I have a carry-on, and I have my backpack, and nothing else. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting any extra space. So if it doesn't fit in those, it doesn't come with me. Yeah. And I don't have the biggest backpack. I know you've seen my backpack. There's not much space for anything other than a few laptops in that. Yes, is it organized to high hell? Yeah, it has so much organization in it. But it's p- built for like a one laptop and I stick three in there. And then I also stick in like my, I carry like a, uh, a pen and paper journal, a uh, graph paper journal. I love graph paper so much um so i have one of those just to doodle in okay so i end up taking up like a half my bag with just excessive things and then i have to add in chargers for all the laptops i want to bring thankfully right now all my laptops charge via usbc and i am so thankful for that mm-hmm. previously i had to carry around two different chargers but like two massive brick chargers which ate up all my space and a portable charger mm-hmm. but i feel like if i had a bigger bag it would be easier to travel Plane-wise, because, I mean, traveling car-wise, I can just put, like, a uh, like a little, um, I don't know the name of the material, but, like, a grocery bag, essentially, like, a reusable grocery bag, and I just throw chargers in that bag, and then that's, like, the, the cable death bag, the portable cable death bag mm-hmm. for, for non-tech people. Every tech person you know will have a box or a bag somewhere that is filled to the brim with cables so that they have no idea what's in there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why that's such a common thing with all tech people but it evolves over time i feel like you can't call, can you call yourself a tech person if you don't have a cable bag
1: um are you talking about like a messy bag of cables somewhere in your house
0: yeah like the cable box the cable bag the empty like yeah
1: death zone. yeah
0: yeah you're right <laughs> like i have so many hdmi cables that i can't even use and then of course as soon as you need one you can't find one you got to go oh buy God. one. Oh yes yep it's, it's a vicious cycle. It is so it's vicious. so horrible. But I think one thing to consider for um, traveling on planes that we sort of hit on a little bit but we can even go deeper into is that what does a travel entertainment for a plane look like to a person? Because I feel like, I think you hit on it, like, some people like watching movies, some people like listening to music, some people like playing games. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there is a middle ground for all of those things? Like, is there, like, a, in your view, if you had to make a one-stop shop, one solution to all three of those for yourself, like, you want to be able to watch movies, play games, and listen to music, what would you take with you?
1: Um, Probably just my phone, honestly. Really? I mean, it depends on the... I feel like I'm not going to listen to music
0: on a laptop. <laughs> so actually, maybe my iPad. Maybe the iPad is the happy middle ground for that. I think I'm also on that same mindset. Like, I thought iPads were sort of like a excessive, like, ooh, I have an iPad kind of thing at one point in time. Then I got one. I'm like, okay, these are actually pretty nice for like mobile utility. Like going to a coffee shop and not bringing a laptop and just bringing your iPad, at least like a, with your Apple. If you have an Apple Pencil, you can take notes on it. Um, You can use like a laptop. You can watch videos on it. You could download stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you have a lot of versatility. I I think that is probably the happy middle ground. So is is that sort of what we're getting at here? I think that like we've been sort of rambling a lot, but I think as like a sort of back to center focus of this, when building a tech travel bag, is versatility the most important thing to consider? I
1: think so. I feel like versatility, and then keeping in mind what you're what you're doing, you know, like what is your purpose for this trip? You know, like what is and it really comes down to this in a lot of our topics is that your tech, the tech that you carry with you, the only the right answer for that is going to be completely determined by what your use case is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's not the correct way to look at it by like you know this is what you should you should need to have this 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 and this because then for a lot of people or even maybe not I even mean a lot of people maybe just some people that's not going to be there's you know too much or too little. I feel like it's it's important to look at what you're doing and what you need, like we've been saying, and make your determination of what you're going to bring based off of that information.
0: Hmm. Yeah. is that? I think that that is a really common thing that, like like you said, with tech, it's so personalized, which is why I think talking about tech with people is both a fascinating topic, but also such a tricky topic to talk about. It's very tricky very tricky because of the depth that tech has like within different components of different features different people like different things Like they prefer aesthetics they prefer functionality it makes the approaching the topic of tech scary at times i think like with some people i i know that we have completely different viewpoints on like what phone to run like so like if i were to talk about like what you're doing with your phone like what your phone's use case is i know that that conversation will be two brick walls staring at each other where we have completely different use cases so we'll find no middle ground but that also makes it so interesting to talk about because of that fact you get so much insight into people's i think going back to like the very early on is like how people pack a bag shows you a lot about a person yeah the tech shows you a lot about about people also in a way that i think is sort of evolving with the modern day and age with things being so tech-centric in our day and age um, or as long as we keep the tech industry from collapsing in on itself <clears throat> google laying off twelve thousand people what mm-hmm. it's going to become a representation of us as people is our tech more than i think as much as fashion statements will be like if i'm wearing a suit that's gonna have a different appearance than something else but if i uh if i pull in an iphone at a certain event versus if i pull out an android at a certain event it's going to have the same kind of an impact, which could be something fun to like delve into is just to like, as like a future thing, if people would be interested in this, let us know in the comments, if you want to like delve into what does tech represent for people? Mm-hmm. Cause like, I feel what, like that what, is, what does your tech say about you? <laughs> yeah. What does tech Yeah. It, I think that's a really, like, I haven't even thought about that until I just said that. Like, what does the tech that I use daily say about me? That's another, that's a derail. That's a complete derailment.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like it, it's, it's, it could lead us to a new topic.
0: Yeah. This this uh this episode is a little bit of a derail. This was definitely a derailed conversation. We should rename this episode to the derailment episode. <laughs> Description: Miles and Sam sit down to talk about travel tech and derail so hard they end up on the collapse of the tech sector. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm coining it. That's it that's it just a warning underneath the label the topic of this conversation has like eight minutes of talk time in this episode <laughs> i don't know i think we got a pretty good conversation down we got about... maybe like 10 minutes i feel like before we started derailing maybe
1: maybe but
0: that's not that's... to mention the first 10 minutes being just talking about coffee, coffee. Shops in burlington. Yeah. hey man that's a great topic in and of itself hey that is a great topic talking about burlington co- talking about burlington is a great topic i love talking about burlington burlington's so nice. such a good little place well, i might move back there one yeah day. I've also considered but it. at the same point in time you work with the uh, big brother. So you probably are going to want to work somewhere where big brother exists.
1: Oh, well, I mean
0: that, that, that would be an event if I ever went private sector. Yeah. Private sector is, is a uh, very forgiving with remote work. Oh yeah. Whereas I feel like the government's like, you have to come into base or come on. It to was,
1: site. it was for a while. Our remote, our remote work policy is, I mean, we're finally getting back to in person more, but, it's not
0: bad it's actually probably i'd say it's more lenient than a lot of places that could be something else look actually i don't know what to- <laughs> no that's 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 one of those what can we say kind of issues like uh i think
1: i think an interesting topic would be to just I don't, on a broad scale is like ways that the tech industry has been historically different and how that's starting to change yeah. from like the yeah. normal industry but that's that's something we can talk about later i think that's another topic that'd be interesting to dive into maybe with a guest I don't
0: yeah, know. I, that could be a, very interesting. But yeah, dude, it's been, it's been a, a rambler. A full-on rambler. Like, this is... But, you know, another episode of the books. D-rambler. Another another fun episode. Going to the, the end-off rambling of what are we doing? Actually, no, wait, we can't. How was your coffee? It was good. I
1: actually just took the last sip. Sweet, very creamy. I've been fighting no want some like off. Hot chocolate. Look at it. the the cat's been trying to like interfere so i have this like head scratcher i've extended i've just been like he is like lasered in on it so i'll flip it back and forth over his head and then try to like get and scratch his neck and like give him a little
0: head scratchy (laughs) with it and he is absolutely loving it gotta tire him out because he is Man's multitasking not only is he recording a podcast he's fending off a cat
1: i'm trying to I'm, i'm trying
0: to defend my desk like i don't want him i don't want him up here while i got my coffee that's the one thing about cats that i like they just, they are, they are everywhere. I, I don't get, I don't get it. I, I feel like, so one thing about dogs that I like so much more is that if you teach them not to do something, they're not going to be like, eh, I'm going to do that today. Whereas cats yeah. are like, the huh, I'm doing Dude, what I cats, want right cats now. Cats keep
1: your life spicy though. They do keep your life spicy. They keep your life so spicy. Like this little guy, I mean, he's fight. he's over on the bed and he's freaking fighting this little head scratcher. It's just like. This is endless entertainment. They're
0: also a lot more calm of pets to keep, I feel like, than a dog. Oh, yeah. A cat cat self-entertains 98% of the time.